you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Off the Edge with me, Cam Jordan. Today's episode is presented by Uber Eats, where you can get almost, almost anything. Uber Eats is the official on-demand delivery partner of the NFL. Get your orders in. Don't mind me, I've lost my voice. I was busy cheering on my teammates in their seven-sack performance from the D-line. On a game against the New York Giants, the Tommy Cutlets when we came Tommy Pancakes. Anyway, so if I go in and out, that's just it's what it is. I'm giving you all that I got. Just like I'm giving you all that I got, stopping the run. And my dogs are giving it all they got while rushing the passer until this ankle heals, until my voice heals. This upcoming episode, we're going to talk about the Saints victory. Playoff hope still alive. Division and possible control. We're also going to talk about, you know, a wide receiver walking barefoot into a game. Cold, wet, rainy, t-shirt, grays on. We'll talk about it. And we may even touch on uh, on on a cam or two, so stick with me and let's get on into it. First, I usually talk about Saints games, but we're going to discuss in an Atlanta Falcon, Mac Hollins showing up to a game with no shoes on, Whirlpool gray shorts on. Whirlpool grays are are, are the, the the shorts you get. To get in the hot tub right before a game to heat your body up, to warm your body up. My man, Matt Collins, is not wearing earbuds, but singing 50 Cent's Mini Men. He's got some sort of do-rag on, but he doesn't really have do-rag type hair. He's got like the, you know, okay. So I'm, I'm confused on the vibe. What are we doing? Is he's, he's, I take it he's footing? Grounding. Grounding is the word. Getting those positive ions into your body from Mother Earth. Very holistic, Mac. I, I've had a talk about this. In, in a locker room, guys, you know, there's the showers, 30, 40 shower, 30, 40 shower heads. Guys go in, shower after games, after practices, whatever it is at the facility. But there's a specific group of guys, you know, from Wisconsin, from Nebraska, sometimes Notre Dame, that, that walk into the showers, you know, like that upper country area, you know, maybe Virginia, the, the outskirts. I don't know where Matt Collins is. I assume it's probably from the East Coast, Northern East Coast. But I was walking the showers without shower shoes on. 
40 people, 50 people, 60 people on a team during, during training camp, 90 people on a team rotating in these showers, in and out these showers. You don't know what's there, and you're going to walk in there with no shower shoes. That's the vibe Matt Collins is giving me walking up to this game. Dirty. Maybe we'll just call it holistic. I don't know his perspective. Maybe, again, he's, he's grounding, so he's creating a positive vibe. No, not enough positivity for the Atlanta Falcons to win, but <laughs> that goes without saying. That's just is what it is. I sort of loved Carolina beating Atlanta Falcons. Derek Brown was like, hey, they're going to go on vacation like us. I hope that doesn't bite me in the butt because I'm trying to go to the playoffs. Anyways, that takes us up to the Saints because when the Saints go marching in like we, this game, we went, uh, it, we went up against the, the New York Giants and Tommy Cutlets, bada boom, bada bing, got bada boom, got a bam. The, the Saints D-line went for seven sacks. My guy Tano Passion uh, led the charge with the three and could have had four had he not fallen off one. Now it'll cost you in the D-line room. Miss sacks, we fine for the D-line trip. Um, but Tano Passion had three sacks. Awesome, phenomenal night. Uh, Brian Brzee, two sacks. Jamar Davis sack. Carl Grandison sack. Yeah, that's a total of seven of them things. And that's how you get healthy. We love to see it. Uh, my guy, Colin Sanders and myself, you know, on the sideline, run stop, bring Jordanaires. Well, this ankle's healing. It just is what it is. I'm just going to watch from outside the club. Can't get in the club. A third down is elusive right now. Me, I'm just going to worry on, on getting healthy and each and every week we're getting healthier. But the Saints beat the Giants 24 to 6. You know, started off scoring first with a little three pointer and then, you know, put another seven on. Next thing you know, another seven on. Next thing another seven on. Mm. And you love to see it. You know, I feel like. A stat that's not talked about enough is Jimmy Graham in the red zone. You think about it. You talk about it. My man, number 80, six foot eight. Nobody's messing with him in the, in the red zone. That man has six targets, four tutties. And one was like, one, one that wasn't a touchdown was a crucial conversion in the red zone. Red zone target Jimmy Graham, Hemi Neutron. Stop playing with him. I tell him, feed the ball. 4-1-8-0. Feed the ball 4-1 up the field. Feed the ball to 8-0 in the red zone. I feel like it's a winning combo. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. Prove it. It's like the it's like Philadelphia tush push. Prove me wrong. How? How? But before I get out of here, we're going to talk about this Elante Taylor hit. My man was on the sidelines. Mac, whoever it was, New York Giants receiver, clear picture perfect hit on a receiver. That's how you want to teach your DBs to tackle. We get a flag. And it should be an errant flag because the referee said he hit him in the in the upper body or whatever it was on a defenseless player. It's not defenseless if a receiver has caught the ball and turned around. It's not a defenseless player when he's trying to gain yards. You know what was beautiful about that hit? Heads up football. That's how you teach somebody to hit. But it didn't slow Elante Taylor down. He responded with more tackles later on. And he would, he would even throw his body to the side, which he could have missed but didn't. My dog, Elante, Toller, Elante Taylor, is a pure dog, especially this, this last game. Probably led by Demario Davis. He was on one this last game. TFL's galore, coming downhill, smacking any, any and everybody. Ran off with a sack. Man, you know what I'm saying? Boy, boy ran, had a call to risk Carlton. I know he ran up on the plug twice. And they call him bite. Because my dog, Demario Davis, was a complete animal. I might have to get him on next week. The way he was playing, man. I normally, I normally try and leave my teammates alone, but you're going to have to get that call from me. Uh, but that being said, I love the idea that, you know, the Saints started off fast and finished strong. That's how you win. The times we didn't score, we, it was like, you know, we did it to ourselves. The times the Giants did score, it was because we did it to ourselves. We extended their drives by penalties. We shortened our drives by penalties. If we eliminate those penalties, we could have ran the score up, for real. Like, that gives me prompt, like, hope. And I keep telling, like, we have potential. We just have to capture each and every game. 
It's time for a game breakdown presented by Uber Eats. Remember, Uber Eats is where you can get almost, almost anything delivered to your door. The opponent for this week, the Los Angeles Rams. How big of a game is it? We just fought back to go on a two-game winning streak. Is that a streak? Two game wins. Third one's probably a streak. On the Los Angeles Rams coming up this week, we win this. Now we're going streaking. You know, we're we're putting those wins back to back to back. We're going to start stacking those wins, and that's what we need to do. We need to finish strong because they're 7-7 and 7th in in playoffs right now. And guess who is 7-7? The New Orleans Saints. And where are we? Tied for first in our division. That's what's important here. We can we can really get in the playoffs, and now we have this playoff clear picture on how we got to do it. We have to beat probably beat what two out of the three teams. Really, the last two is important. And if we can seal, we have our own fate in our own hands. We went out. There's no way they can I, we can be denied. You know, we beat the Rams and puts us at eight and seven. We beat uh, Tampa Bay that puts us at nine and seven. We beat the Atlanta Falcons that put us at ten and seven. And that means those last two division opponents can't catch up to us. So we have to make each one of these games imperative. We have to win out to get into the playoffs. That's how important this is. That, that's what we're stressing. The moment we got into the locker room, we don't have time for a 24-hour rule. No, because we're turning the page quick. A 24-hour rule? I think not. There's no time to decompress and think about the game, however it is. I've already been in the, uh, in the facility. I've already rehabbed, worked out, and broke down film and started breaking down film on the Rams. Broke down film on the on previous game and break, broke down film on the Rams. It's time for us to Take our destiny in our own hands. This three games is going to be indicative of how far we can go into the playoffs. I like the confidence that we have. I like how we're scoring. You know, we, well, eventually we're going to get my dog Chris Olave back. He wasn't even there the last week, and we're, we're out here putting touchdowns up. We got guys, guys who can stretch the field. Rashishi comes in, great. You know, Alva Kamara is out there being Alva Kamara, so <laughs> you're always going to love it. And then, of course, you know, you got a guy like A.T., big snags, wide receiver. A.T. Perry, six, what is he, six, five, six, 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 seven? You know, I love the young bucks out here putting pressure on, on, on the league. And that being said, huh, it all comes down to how do we play these last three games. Start fast, finish strong, eliminate the penalties. Simple, you think. That was a game breakdown presented by Uber Eats. Remember, Uber Eats is where you can get almost, almost anything delivered to your door. Hey, next up, we got my dog, Cam Hayward, Draft Class 2011, coming up. Stick with me. Stay tuned when we come back. Cam Hayward on Off the Edge with me. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We're back and we're better because we're better because, you know, we're just honoring great cams today. We're going to talk about none, none other than the one and only Cam Hayward, draft class 2011, uh, pro bowler, uh, man extraordinaire, family man, the, the monster in the middle, you know, Cam H. And back in 2011, there was Cam Newton, Cam Jordan, Cam Hayward. And that's what I get to bring in. Uh, my brother from the draft class 2011, he's bigger than me, stronger than me. Hopefully I'm faster. Probably not right now with my ankle yeah, the way it, it is. You no, got it. I don't, I don't know, bro. I, <laughs> have you ever compounded a high and a low ankle sprain? That's what I'm dealing with on the same oh, side. We, we, I haven't gotten that, but we all dealing with something these days. It's always something. The 17-week season, you know, you never come out clean. I've got a goal of playing a 17-week season. I've yet to do so. <laughs> that's, 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 my, that's my goal, bro. I appreciate you tapping in with the pod, yeah. bro. Appreciate you having me. Glad to be on. I just, I get excited. They're like, yo, we got Cam coming up. And I was like, which Cam? Cam Hayward? All right. This, uh, you, you, how would you feel if it was the other Cam? We won't talk about it right now because I think the other <laughs> Cam is, is, he's killing the podcast game. In fact, all three Cams from 2011 have their own podcast. How you know? about that? How, it's the year how, of the Cam, Cam's pod. So Yeah. So this is what know, it is. Cam Newton, Cam, Cam Jordan, Cam Hayward, except his is more like a talk show. Yeah. He, and, he, he, and he's got all the different like symbols and the, and the language. I'm, I can't do all that. Yeah. I, he, he types in Braille. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> if that's possible. Um, but you know, he, he, it's, it's a signature for him now. So that just is yeah. what it is. When, when are you going to have your signature font? Like I don't have one. Man. So I figure like it's gotta be you. Bro. I ain't doing all that. I ain't got time okay. for that. We got all these kids out here. We ain't got time for this. <laughs> He's got more kids than us probably combined at this point. You hey, got three. Out, I got chill four. <laughs> He claims seven or something like that. It's oh, impressive, gosh. bro. Hey, shout out to the to the dads in the world, bro. Just shout you know, out. give get, yeah. Shout out to all the all the all the real Happy men take care of the kids. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Happy Father's Day coming up months from now. Merry Christmas. Does, does Christmas get you nervous these days? You got you got kids with expectations. Uh, you know, funny enough, me and my wife, we actually gather all the presents. We're like, we're actually good this year. We don't have to do too much, um, but. I was more nervous about her gift and then getting our Secret Santa gift this year, but uh, I got it all done. No, no, explain. Wait, Secret Santa for the D line or like Secret Santa for the family? For the D line. For the D okay. line. Okay. Okay. You, you said we well, Bro, you said you, you were nervous about a gift and you're like Secret Santa for the. I was like, Secret Santa for the family? Nah, that'd be Kids wild. be upset. <laughs> yes. Santa only brought one gift this year. Y'all decide. <laughs> Who's getting it? Who's getting this? We're not playing favorites. But we oh, have, we, we have favorites. one. We gonna play favorites. My daughters. <laughs> oh man, come on! Not the yes. over the sun. Of course, legacy, of course. legacy, legacy, legacy. But my daughters but, are my pride and joy. Damn. My son is my bodyguard, and then, um, that's how it rolls. See, I, I went the other way around. I said, "Tank, my 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 son is my pride and joy, and my daughters are like the apple of my eye." Right? Like, right. <laughs> like I love them so much, but they're gonna lose their last name eventually. Yeah, so you got to cherish it now. That's why they're the apple of my eye. 
<laughs> oh man, I appreciate you tapping in. How's it feel like yeah. being the uh, Walter Payton or the Steelers' choice for the Walter Payton Man of the Year? We're just gonna pop that off early and often because you've you've been there before. I've been there before. This yeah. this time around, you're probably winning it. You're my fan. You're my you're my pick. I am. You're Absolutely. my pick. How about that? One year, maybe down the road, like ours. You know, ours this year is Tyron Matthews, and he deserves it. But you know, I feel like if you're a multiple time Walter Payton Man of the Year guy. I feel like you deserve it. And clearly your work is so important that your team feels like you deserve it. And I'm, I'm riding with you. Appreciate that. You know, I, it, it's been fun seeing you at every one of these things with me and we talk about it and we, and we, you know, we leave dejected because we're like, Oh man, we didn't get chosen, but um, it's an honor to be nominated. Um, you know, the man Walter Payton was uh, the way he cared about his community, the way his family continues to care about the community. Um, you know, we all try to make a, a impact in our community. Um, and we know a award just doesn't, you know, do enough for our community. It's about the work we put in week in and week out, um, you know, and the standard we set, you know, as the old guys in the locker room, a lot of guys like the, they don't know what they're going to do. Um, and we provide opportunities. Um, and that's just what I'm doing. I'm providing opportunities for my community, providing opportunities for my teammates. Uh, so one day, uh, we can make a jump and, you know, really understand how we can affect our community. Absolutely. Are you three for three? Walter Payton Man of the Year? Is this, this three is for three? I'm just thinking, I'm like. This is my six. six. Yeah. It's time. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's time. No, no, no. In fact, I'm rallying from now on. I'm retweeting everything Cam Hayward, Walter Payton Man of the Year. Just know it's happening. I was oh like, God. I was like, I remember, sure. I remember he was last year's. I thought he were two years ago. Two years ago, I think was the one where everybody else was on stage at the uh, NFL honor show, except for me. I was like, how did I not get called up? I'm like, but... <laughs> Cause so you, were I remember... probably, you were probably just interviewing everybody. You were too busy. No, no I've, I've kept, I've kept that to heart. If you want to know the truth, I'm going to give you, give you the real truth. I've kept it to heart. I've, I've, I've like made it adamant that I don't want to be Walter Payton man of the year simply because I didn't get pulled up to the stage. I was like, nope, Ooh. I'll work in, I'll work in silence. Don't you? <laughs> I don't want it. We're like, Cameron, no. No, Demario, Tyron, they're great people. They deserve this. If they win it, I'll root for them. I've had my chance. And also the amount of community work I do with like kids in elementaries, I don't too much enjoy cameras being in their faces. Yeah. Because kids, kids change. Yeah. Kids change. Once the cameras get around, all kids get like overworked up, overhyped up. They're not, they're not acting the same questions. They go from like, hey, what does it feel like to be an NFL to like camera around like, how many girlfriends do you have? No, no. <laughs> I am married. <laughs> don't you do this to me. <laughs> how much See, money you, do you make? You were thinking the complete opposite way. I was like, kids, they don't need to be, they don't need to be taken advantage of in front of this, the screen. You're like, the kids are taking advantage of this opportunity. They, <laughs> they want to shout out their girlfriends. They want to make sure they do their Fortnite dances. You know what yeah. I'll get. No doubt. They, oh my gosh. <laughs> Dance for us, Cam. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, here I go. <laughs> hey, full, full, full blown. Take advantage. Yeah. Uh, let's let's get into the, uh, the the t-shirt line, paying homage, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Um, we did these shirts with homage. Um, they're a Columbus company, uh, shout out Ohio State. But uh, having a chance to make a shirt with my pops uh, is pretty special. You know, there's not a lot out there, and um, I'm pretty you know happy and thankful to partner with a. Um, a company that uh, wants to give back to our community. You know, the shirts, uh, the proceeds go to our my foundation. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're putting it out. You know, we're not just holding on to money. This isn't about me just gathering money. I think it's about, um, you know, 
creating Craig's closets where we um, we gather suits for young men uh, in high school. Um, and we actually create a closet in their high school. We have about 15 of these in Pittsburgh. Uh, we've been, you know, just working together with the communities and high schools to do that. Uh, and through that money, it really allows us to keep doing and keep providing suits. You're providing suits for kids. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to tap in with because I feel like more and more now, I'm, I'm like kids are not putting suits together the right way. And if if they if, if at all, like I'm Bro, watching, you got I'm plenty of suits kids. that every kid would love too. So that's what know, I'm saying. I'm not proud of mine. Let's go. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, what 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 got you into into the giving out suits? Was that was that your dad's thing or was that your thing? When when that start up? So um, in high school and college, my dad only had one suit, um, and he never got a chance to really. Um, come up with the idea to help out. But, uh, you know, years later, when we started our foundation, we thought of an initiative. My mom told me, um, you know, how can we give back? Let's provide a way to give confidence to young men uh, through giving them a suit so they're ready for college interviews, job interviews, proms. You know, you want to feel good. Uh, and through that, you can play good. So we're, we're solving half of the problem with that. Mm. Love confidence. What next? Add in Invisalign, you know. So then everybody just have like the biggest, brightest smiles. Just, there you, you know, go. Big, big smiles. If we're just, we just, you just push confidence. I'm just like, well, we're going to exude confidence. Let's go. Let's go. A suit first, and then we'll, we'll worry about the smile right after. So when right. you give them that firm handshake, we're like, mm, I'm perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love I'm it. ready and willing. Playing in Pittsburgh. What makes it so special? Uh, playing in Pittsburgh. One. Um, there's a legacy already set before I got here. Uh, so playing here, um, the history and the legacy of the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, you feel that. You know, you feel that when you lock in the, the, walk in the locker room. You feel that when you see the six trophies. I'm not trying to brag or anything because I'm not part, part of those. But, you know, I want to be a part of those. Um, and it, um, it breeds um, success where, you know, you have to live up to that name. And – the city really rallies behind that. Uh, they rally behind their team. They know what they expect. When sometimes you hear the booze, you're like, I understand it because, man, mm -hmm. when when you're a, when you're a Pittsburgh Steeler, there's a level of play that that should be held up. There's a, there's a higher standard of living. And then yeah. the hometown hero comes in, and you've been in you've been there for thirteen schmackaroonies. thirteen years. You like how many games is that? How many how many tackles? That how many ends have you played with? How many people have you had to tell had to tell to get right? Because as, as an interior, you're not given enough credit for what you have to do. There's pass rush games that happen, and you're really the leader. Like well, well, Cam, rush, let's talk, yeah. Cam, let's talk about it. Why do we only look at sacks? Why 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 are we not look at being a complete player? When do Come we on. Be, when do you we start? Me saying that oh you get sacks that's enough like mm. you have to be a complete player to really be recognized and i think um it, it's flashy to talk about sacks but bro you got to have a complete game and i've always respected you for that because you always play downhill stopping the run and getting after the pass um i i just think we do ourselves a disservice only talking about half of the game Come on, you know, Deacon Jones coined the term when you sack, when you, the, the term sack is when you come from like sacking the quarterback because it feels like you've taken the air out the city and people ran with that. They're like, yeah. like TFLs, nobody cares anymore. Tackles, <laughs> no, oh, okay. It's a stat line, so you better not come up empty. Second down. How do we get the third down? How do we get to third down? What makes it, and you know, Nelson, you got some teams that be running on third down. You're like, well, that takes away even more opportunities. Yeah, let's and just all, go draw. Just, we don't want them to succeed. <laughs> And so in the season, they're like, well, you only had two sacks or you only had eight sacks. 
bro, I had 60 tackles, a whole bunch of deflections. Like, I impacted the game in so many different ways. And but that's I, why our PFF scores are all over the place. All over. <laughs> Sorry for do, that. Sorry for all you, the PFF. Do you ever let PFF bother you at all? Hell no. Okay, perfect. <laughs> hey, hey, PFF is only there as like a feel good. If you did great, you'd be like, hey, PFF said I'll oh, yeah. I'll if show not, you my like, PFF score if I'm, if I'm high, but if it's not high, I'm not showing it to you. I can care less. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. Yes. Um, you talked about the six Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're close? We're not getting younger, Cam. At the, at the beginning of the season, the NFL put up, uh, hey, we're, look at these guys, younger and, you know, older. These guys haven't changed. And you look younger than your whatever picture they put up there. They're, Bro, I'm not they gonna picked lie. the wrong picture. Like Bro, You know what I'm talking about because I like hit you about it. I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you've changed. Like, Damn, I didn't even have any facial hair in the picture. Like, I, I They picked they pick the youngest picture ever and then yes. they're like, this is Gandalf the Gray. This this is this is the... Oh, thanks. Thanks for the Gray comment. Perfect. We can't all just be yet. having just for men in our beards, okay? You calm that down <laughs> over there. Uh, you know, we... Uh, you know, we... we um, we got a squad that's, you know, had some ups and downs this season. Um, but all we're asking is for the shot to make it to the playoffs. Um, and, you know, we don't care who we play. We, we just want to make some noise and we'll see what happens after that. But uh, there's a lot of work to be done and I'm looking forward to attacking it. Nothing truer said. It's fourth quarter. Like, it's time. This, this, is, this is the time where you nut up or shut up, as they say. You know, like, this yeah. is the time where it's like, hey, I'm hurting. Shut up. Get on the field. <laughs> exactly. Bro, I don't know if I can go this way. You don't know if you can go this way. You, you, drag, your, you drag your ass on the field. But now. Yeah. Lock now, in. Yeah. Lock it's, in. it's time. We're like, we got to go where we want to go. We have to make where we make the plays that we want to make today, tomorrow, Sunday. I'm not even, I'm, I'm telling my teammates, I'm like, oh, you're hurting? Hey, bro, you don't need, like, you don't need to practice Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday right now. I see you walk through Saturday. Come join me on Sunday. Come on. <laughs> this is the rally point. Like, what gets us to Sunday? That's are all, you that's are you a about. practice guy or are you see see you Sunday type of guy? I was a practice guy every day. Okay, bro, I got a high and a low ankle somehow, bro. Atlanta game, people like people like crashed on me. I can't even lie to you. I'm not even see. I didn't even I didn't even know if I was gonna go two Sundays ago, a few Sundays yeah. ago. I was yeah. I had a I had a I had a for the first time in my life I had to show up like four hours early to the game. Bro, and do a, do a workout, and they're like, "Yeah, you look good." I was like, "Good enough to play." Thanks. <laughs> yeah, like it's been it's been rough for me. So I had surgery uh, beginning of the season after the first game, and so I had groin surgery. I've never had that much pain and everything going on. And man, you get there early to the field, you're like, "Okay, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to get in the hot tub. I got to get activation." It's just all these different things. Um, I'm finally at the at the point where I can actually practice throughout the week. So so mm. we're, we're moving in the right direction. <laughs> got the, got big H out there finally. Yeah. It's, it's time. Finally on a Wednesday, I'm looking forward to it. I love like it. how how much how much of a relief it is. Like I can practice today. Like it's weird to say like I get to, and it's yeah. a, like a re like re energized feeling. Like yes, I'm back. Because yeah. I'm I'm like one of those guys that you know I like the work. I like being in a helmet. You know I like feeling the reps and seeing what I need to do. Um, and for the past couple of weeks, it's been, you know, you show up on Friday, get your work in and, and get to the game. Uh, it, it's been rough. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm past the point where it was like, oh my gosh, well, what are we going to do? Am I going to play? We'll see. But, uh, yeah. you know, we're here. Mm. Mm. 
and you all, but you make a difference, bro. When you're you're that monster in the middle, bro. Your your push, you got. Of course, you got Highsmith and you got TJ and everybody talks about him. But I'm like, but did you see that push though? Like, and I'm like, I'm like showing my young, I'm I'm like showing young Brian Brzee. I'm like, hey, that's what you want. Let's <laughs> just think about this. If you do that, we'll collapse, and we will collapse. And then you'll get the sack, right? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> technically speaking, but just out of that, you know, it's better for everybody. Because then, right. of course, if they if, if he's so afraid of the edge, then where does he have to step up? To you, I feel it. I feel you it. know, you know, Great. unless you just win clean, which I've seen. You know, you hit him with that with that arm over, and that's six six. Nobody stopping that. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm, I'm jealous. No, no short guard is stopping you, bro. If you hit him, you hit him with move. that, and that's what I'm we saying. You hit him with that, that push pull, and you and they're done. But you got, right, so, you, got the, you got the quick moves on the outside too. I absolutely. wish I was more fluid on the outside. It just I feel awkward these days when I'm on the outside. <laughs> Lack of reps. That's because you become that that monster in the middle. Just, yeah, I like to be know, in tight quarters and be able to control that. Favorite move is still what? Oh, uh, long arm uh, or push pull. That push pull is lethal. <laughs> yeah, you get them sitting on the bull, sitting on the bull, then you work it. Yeah. Man, see, it. I, I can do it on the edge. If I go against a guard, I don't have the right feel for it. Because for some, whatever reason, I just like, I'm like, did he sit? I don't think he sat. I don't feel him lean back. I don't feel it. And then uh, I'm like, and we've lost momentum. Stupid. All right. Now let's get off. <laughs> uh, on the edge, it's like, oh, yeah, he's sliding and he has to break. Yes. Yeah. Come here. It's just on the edge is nice though. On the edge is nice. You don't you don't get sometimes you get those strays from the guard coming back, but like you the center's not always looking to help out. That's the only problem on the inside. You, you're always somebody to help out. Uh if you get those one-on-ones, you try to you try to take advantage of those. You gotta you gotta take advantage of those. Look, tell tell them, hey, you said, hey bro, if I'm kissing the double, you gotta win on the single. You know, oh yeah. Say, oh, oh, yeah. You need those, like you need those reps. Cause me, you you went on the edge and then the guard like Slides over, so all the tackle has to do now is protect his outside. You're like, damn it. It's practically a double. It's a wall. The level of consistency that you've had since you've entered the league, Pro Bowl nods, all pro nods, just how did we get here at year 13? Because, I mean, I know I do a lot of running. Has your, has your like, weightlifting changed at all? Do you, do you change up the way you lift? Are you more into isometrics? How have you changed your training, eating, et cetera, to get you to year 13? It's just all calisthenics. How about that? Hmm. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you, know, uh, you know, I think um, you got to be real intentional in the offseason, right? And um, knowing what your body needs. Um, you know, I'm always on a strict, stricter diet in the offseason. Um, and then uh, lifting wise, it's four times a week. Um, you know, some guys are, are of the belief you don't even have to lift. And I'm like, bro, I need that. Oh, you're one of those? You're one of those. I need to lift. I got I got to feel. I feel weak if I don't lift, and so that's always been big for me. Four I times always, a week. Yeah, yeah. Oof. You know, Monday, not, Tuesday, not, Thursday, Friday. Not off season. Not off season. In season. Yes. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, bro. I'm trying to stay skinny. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a heavy. I'm trying end. to protect myself. Touché. If I go out there, I feel like someone's gonna take advantage of me if I don't lift. <laughs> but nah, ain't no way, bro. You're you're too certified. You're too strong for that. Yeah, all it takes is for that one time you get caught less than ready. So just... you won't catch me. <laughs> <laughs> play what you want, don't play with me. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so four four times a week. Yeah. During season. Yeah, yes. 
you know, and running as well. You know, I think joints don't hurt. They hurt at the beginning of the season. They feel good by the time the season rolls around, though. <laughs> that point, they're just so beat <laughs> you know, down. You know, when numb. you take that that two week, the mo- a month off after the season, and you start back living, you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to come back from this. And so, but then once you get to like July, everything starts getting lathered. You get ready. Yeah. And like, oh, I got butterflies again. I'm ready to go go ahead and jump at this again. Mm. See, I never lose those butterflies because I don't lift. I'm like, mm, I go get it, and I run you're, my you're ass off. You're just nervousness. You're just like, I haven't lifted. So. <laughs> if I want to, if I want to feel that adrenaline, I walk into the weight room, the Iron Kingdom, and I smell the chalk, and that's enough for me. Okay, to the ellipticals we go. Yeah, bro, it's, it's about staying. Like for me, it's about staying skinny because I'm like, I'm on the frame where if I let it, my body will go real, you know, detackle ish. You know, like go off-season camp. Go for it. Maybe you need to move to the three. You'd be dominating there, too. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But 117 and a half sacks would say, like, I should stay where I'm at. Wow, just bragging at this point. Just brag. 117. <laughs> yeah, but that's how that's cool a, are you? a that's a that's a DN type stat. Is like, they're like, mm, how many sacks did he have? And I'm like, you don't want to talk about my 150-some-odd TFLs that I've had in my career. You know. Like, they don't want to talk about that. They There's talk certain about... tackles that love to brag about their hundred sacks, and you know, no doubt. More props to them. Absolutely, so I got work to do. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're in the seventy range, and right there, any uh, uh, I'm in the eighties now, brother. I'm no, in the eighties now. So, so choose the hell I gotta, out of me. I got to catch up to y'all. I got to play like five more years at this point. <laughs> Look, when a, when a D tackle hits like sixty sacks, you're already talking potential Hall of Fame. Seventy in there, eighty. That's that's a no-brainer. Well, go tell Pro Football Focus or something like that. Man, you know? PFF, PFA, PFT, all the <laughs> every every technological geek. I'm like, bro, like, but watch him play. And does he take plays off? The answer is no. And does he play the run? The answer is hell yes. Like, all right, now if all he has is sacks and that's all he can rest his hat on, if he's a liability in the run game, how is he in? Just. Ooh. I have I have (laughs) questions that need answers like all right he's got he's he's got 20 sacks a year can he stop the run yes or no this makes me think about things that happen you know the the hall of fame I just want it to be hall of fame you know not hall of hall of specifically good or hall of really good (sighs) I'm I'm on yeah just I I like I like that we're here like come on man give me all all around I've been talking about it for way too much um Just because I know you pride yourself as a complete D lineman, and I, I've I've been saying it for years. I'm like, if you're not complete, what are you? But exactly. Can't whatever. run away from it, brother. <laughs> Speaking of that, since we're you know here, we've talked about Pro Bowls. We've talked about you know your Walter Payton Man of the Year, which I'm gonna I'm gonna keep saying. I'm gonna say it five more times before we're over. It's, <laughs> it, it's, I'm I'm now rallying. Um, sorry, Tyron. I'm rallying now. <laughs> around around Cam Hayward because you're also part of you know the best draft class of all times and I think there's been there's been debates about this somehow some way but when you talk about a draft class one you judge your draft class off of the first round right right and then everybody else is like additives and or extras yeah you know like no disrespect to anybody but nobody ever been like man that draft class of 2014's third round was insane Maybe 2015, Alvin Kamara. Yeah, sure. But you, yeah, but you judge them by how they did in the first round. Right. You you judge on your hits, not your misses. Yeah, like what you were supposed to hit on. Like first round is supposed to be not like you know. Oh man, he could have been special. Nobody. Nobody talks about the shit of what it could is. And the draft class alone, you had you know Cam. You had Cam Newton. 
the original Cam, the, you know, yes. Mr. Number One himself for, for a decade, MVP, you know, MVP you know. Cam, Pro Bowl, yes. Julio Jones, AJ mm. Green, Vaughn oh. at number two, Marcel, JJ Watt, <laughs> Alden Smith, no doubt, Ryan Kerrigan, um, come Muhammad on, Robert Wilkerson. Quinn, mm-hmm. oh, man. one of the pounces. Um, I always miss this one up, one of the pounces. Mike Pouncey, Mike Not Pouncey. Yeah, yeah. You played with Marquise, I guess. Marquise was already there the year before. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. We had one of the Pounceys, Pro Bowler. <laughs> <laughs> one of them just snuck in there. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't, want, I don't want to step on their toes and, and disrespect them. So we had Mike Pouncey in our We class. had Mark, Mark Ingram. Um, yep. Yeah. Jimmy, oh, Jimmy Smith from mm-hmm. – uh, we went to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, but then we got, we got Richard Sherman. And Julio Jones. Like, yeah, and, and Pat P, and Jason Kelsey. Yeah. Mm. Wait, was he first? No, he was second though. So yeah, second? he was second. But I'm just looking at the body of the work. I'm like, damn, like how many right. guys can you say like? Yeah, if you talk about after movie? after first, you'd have Sher- you have Richard Sherman, of course, and then you'll get Jason Kelsey, Justin Houston. There was some Drew dogs. Casey, like yeah, absolutely dogs. But if yeah. I'm just saying we go we go by just you know. What, what people get judged by that first round, it was it, it was hard to miss, you know. It was it was, it was there were, there very hard misses. to miss. There was I said it was hard to miss. I didn't say I didn't say you should <laughs> miss. I'm I, the quarterback sort of messed up our draft beyond camp, but like yeah, yes, you yes. say <laughs> we won't talk about it. <laughs> like, but what about I was like, okay, get off the quarterbacks and it's focus yeah. on the 16 or 17 Pro Bowlers, which was more than half of the draft class. Like you really couldn't miss. Yeah, my dog Adrian Claiborne at, at number twenty still had like a six p a six sack game. I still yet to produce that. It was against like Dallas or somebody. He was going crazy, killing with a little chop club. Who was the? Oh, who was during our draft? Right, I remember we were at the combine. Who was the one? Oh, Daquan ba- Bowers. Daquan Bowers. I mm. remember we were um, at the combine. He was like, "I don't need to work out. I'm going number one," and we were like. You sure about that? <laughs> so it didn't end up working, but uh, I just remember him coming out and him and Claiborne actually went to, you know, we're at the Tampa Bay together and Claiborne balled out though. Right. Right. Jaquan Bowers. He was yeah. a, univer- a Clemson product, I believe. Yes. He would have came- He would have been the number one, like before he heard his back. Yes. That's crazy. Crazy word. Yeah. The, the you time. threw that name out and it just yeah, just threw it threw it out there. You know, I I had a defensive end, a University of Pittsburgh product, Greg Romeus, my Ooh. same draft class exactly. Wow, and that yeah, exactly. Blast from the past. He was broken by the time he got to us though. Whatever happened in Pittsburgh just didn't sit well with him. I felt bad for him. <laughs> like, he came in broken and then like he could never get right, which. He was like extremely talented and smart guy. Just you know, it's hard to stay in the league. It's hard to call it not for long. NFL Man, not for long. There's a lot of luck that's involved, um, but taking care of your body, bro. It's that's half the battle. Um, you know, the bumps and bruises, being able to bounce back because of it. Uh, it's uh, it's always a grind. No doubt, no doubt. You had that sports core surgery. I remember mine. My mine happened like during season. I just I finished the season with it. I was like, oh, I guess. I can see you see I'll get you know I'll get surgery after after season moment season ended I was like how was I walking how was I Bro. Right? I was playing football on this yeah yeah things that you'll feel in 20 years that you'll be like mm, I remember they this one me. they got me <laughs> <laughs> I remember I remember this one they put, all right what about this put my hand in the pile and this is what happened they said go I put my war paint on I'll say no I'll never take it off 
until it's time. Bro, that's my fear. That's my fear is one day I'll look up and be like, oh, my ankle hurts and I can't go. And once I, once like, once my mind will be like, mm, we can't go, my body's going to like immediately follow suit. <laughs> it's well, going to like, you're going to roll your body. You're going to be like, come on, just work, work, work with me and just keep going from there. That's the automatic response now. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like in a couple of years from now, you be like, you wake up and be like, ah, my Bro, shoulder isn't activated. You're going you're gonna to be like 180 pounds one day and like, you're just going to be living, living life. Hey, hey, you know what? From from your mouth to God's ears, <laughs> this, <laughs> this frame ain't even built to go under two fifty five. Haven't seen under two sixty five since college when I got my tonsils out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I was like emaciated at two sixty five. I was like, "This is what it feels like." I feel amazing. It was uh, blazingly fast. What's wait? What's in, in the off season? Because you know, off season happens. Yes. Yes. How heavy do you go? You go for like plus ten, or do, are you one of those people that lose weight? Um, plus 10, but I, I don't like to go crazy. Like you gotta be, you always gotta be like, all right, like, like you had your fun, but gotta get right back down. I, I don't like, I get very worried about like the off season and stuff. So I'm just like, I start running start doing all my, all my, um, my, um, treadmill and not treadmill, but, um, what is it? No, elliptical. don't tell me you're, I'll say, don't tell me no. you're a row guy. Okay. Elliptical. Oh, yeah, I'm, no. I'm, a love, I'm in love with the elliptical. No, elliptical and Stairmaster like get you right. I just stick with my 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 elliptical. That Peloton's a fun workout, especially when you like you throw you throw some of the people on. You're like, oh, yeah, they're getting it. I am not. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm on this I, coast I like, for the for the calories. When, when they tell people to stand up, I'm like, nah, I ain't doing all that. Like that, that's way too much. You asking for way too much right now. I'm just I'm just looking to get a nice 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 pace and keep it moving. Mm. Mm. Okay, so let I'll tell you like this. My sophomore year, I learned to be wary of of you know off season i looked up yep. and i was plus 30 of my playing weight Ooh, oh oh <laughs> yeah yikes <laughs> yeah, play play around 280 to 283 to about 287 and just know i saw that scale tip and i said oh god oh god help me help me lord <laughs> when that back gets tight and you're like all right i probably should go for a jog and you go for the jog and your knees are like this hurts i said oh when Something the back gets yeah. tight, I remember the first year of COVID and, you know, you're just working out on fields, um, random fields. I felt like I was working out at and <laughs> like it was so uneven. So when we would start to run, you know, you start start saying, oh, my back's tight because of the running. You're like, nah, I might be a little bit overweight. Got to get back in shape. So, man, that time was one of the roughest because you couldn't just do the workouts you were used to. Man, I I forget for for guys that had COVID, you know, the COVID off season. Cause me, yeah. I had some. I, I think that was a year I had like a, 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 yeah, I had some minor surgery. I had I had a, like a calcification on the heel. They had to shave down. I milked that until COVID was over. Like like I milked it till wow. we were back in season. They're like, wow. yeah, how you feeling? Ah, ninety four percent today. Like I'm just yeah. at the cusp. You know, like I was like ah. Can't get rid of me yet. No, I think you're good. I was like, no, no. We're, stayed we're in, I stayed in New Orleans for a whole off season. I was like, let's not rush this. Let's, let's <laughs> focus and get me get me ready for week one. I stayed the entire time. And they're like, oh, you stayed in the house, went to work. You know, went to work, got my rehab, <laughs> got my hot tub. It might have been the you know killing the elliptical. Brought the family to the to the uh, to to the facility. Immediately got nixed. They're like, you can't do that. I was like, no, nah, I mean, I mean, it's nobody's out in the field. <laughs> we were you staying were, safe. 
you you were a COVID spreader at that point. <laughs> no way. Mask mask on. Uh, I really I, I like snuck into the facility. I'm like I like snuck into the facility and like literally had the kids' bikes out. <laughs> it was oh out there God. doing some rehab on on whatever. And I was like, no, nah, I had to get rehab anyways. So you said I could get cardio, and you didn't say I could do it alone. You were just so about the you, were just, you bring the loophole. kids along for a field trip. Yeah, loophole. They needed to see something at that point. You COVID for three months where we weren't like allowed to really leave the house for anything. Those kids yeah. were going bonkers in the house. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. I was right there with you. So, right I, there with I was you. like, I was like, we only got like two or three at the time. I said, hey, everybody else, sorry. <laughs> Those people yeah. that have four or five kids. Like I was texting my, you know, Tyson who has like seventeen kids. Well, his yeah. kid just just graduated high school. You know, like uh, I was texting. I was like, man, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I was like, this, this, we were getting our kids together most of the time to go work out. That was the thing. Mm. Mm. That's how you stayed. Okay. All right. Well, shoot. Let me let me run this up. Tell me about your. Tell me about the podcast game. How's it feel being in the podcast? Because I yeah. see it on IG, and I never get to like fully listen to episodes. Clips are on Instagram, but you can go to YouTube. Not just football with Cam Hayward. Uh, we have a great time. Um, it's with my best friend from high school. We just we talk football. We talk life. We talk you know, sports, pop culture, you name it. But we're just having fun. Um, usually they catch me in my my darkest moments when I'm pissed off. So, uh, but- You said uh, the darkest moments. Yeah. And so uh, I, I, I get to share my side of the story and have some fun. Love it. Love it. it, it it's all Steelers. It's Steelers 24-7. It's not all Steelers. It's not all Steelers. But we okay. have some fun. We, we, have some <laughs> we have some Steelers stuff on there, but it's not all Steelers. We'll Absolutely. get you one. That's what I'm saying. Pull in a, pull in, you, pull, you know, y'all black and yellow, just pull in black and gold, deviate slightly. We you know will. the show, the show is more black and gold anyway. So we, we got you. Yeah. We got some iron, iron, iron head uh, connects. You know what I'm saying? We got a little black and gold. You got yeah. black and gold in your blood, yeah. you know, on a distant side. I got um, you. I have plenty of questions for you. I love it. Love it. Well, all right, man. I appreciate, I appreciate you tuning in, tapping in with me, bro. Uh, from one of the, one of the best of draft class 2011 to, you know, me. Because you, one of the best, one of the best. I mean, there's there's a lot of great D linemen. There was, you know, Marcel, Darius, Von Miller, Alden Smith, you, uh, Muhammad Wilkerson, you know, Adrian Clayboard. I'm probably forgetting two. There was uh, JJ. um, I'll say JJ White, Ryan Kerrigan. Um, I'm I'm Corey legit. Corey legit. Uh, Phil Taylor from Phil Taylor from Baylor. I used to love yep. saying that out loud. Just feel like his Phil Taylor from Baylor. Big Phil. No doubt. <laughs> Big Phil. Anyways, but like I said, I appreciate you tapping in. I appreciate you always, my guy. And I'm forcing me coming on your podcast. I'm not asking. What? I'm not waiting for the invite. I'm like, yeah, get me on. All right. Cam, take over. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Appreciate my guy Cam Hayward for tapping in. Man, I mean, living legend, draft class 2011, 80 sacks. Stop playing with this dude. And he's actively, actively reaching for the next level. He's stacking them up. He's probably going to hit 100 sacks soon. I know he's going to join the club. You got to join the club before it's all said and done. Uh, that being the 100 sack club. <laughs> we love it. Pro bowler, all pro. Cam Hayward is a dog in the middle, that monster in the middle, that, that, that fiend that you see and you have to cross the street like who? Who's, who's pit bull is that? My dog Cam Hayward is an absolute animal, and I love the way that he plays. Um, you know, in a year or two, maybe he comes up in black and gold, switches out that black and yellow. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's a Cam and Cam. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stop playing around. 
I appreciate my guy uh, for tapping in with me. I appreciate you guys for listening. I got to go focus on the short week. You know, Rams coming up. It's time to dig in. We have to dine. We have to eat. It is what it is. Thanks for tuning in with your boy on Off the Edge with me. Tune in from wherever you get your podcast from. iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating. Tell your peoples about your peoples about your peoples and get them to tap in with me. Thanks for tuning in. Peace, love, blessings. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.